Consciousness is always evolving, and our present perception becomes our conscious reality. Is life happening for you, or is it happening to you? A life of authenticity is a life of skillfully practicing your values. You are perfectly human, and even when we stumble, we still stumble forward. If you seek truth and move in love, then your family. I invite you to have a seat at our table. You are listening to an authentic outlier, the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner. Today I learned uh, uh, someone that definitely had a lot of influence in my life, uh, someone that had a big impact in my life, uh, passed away, you know, due to his struggles. And that is Earl Simmons, a.k.a. better known as DMX. And the reason why I'm bringing it to the show is because of how big of an impact he had on me. I've been listening to DMX CDs since uh, since high school, and I listened to it so much that I had to buy each one of his CDs at least three times, you know. And he offered so much guidance. The reason why I connected with him the way that I did is because he spoke often about this uh, this battle between light and darkness, you know, the, 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 the right path and the wrong path for him, the healthy path and the unhealthy path. And I knew that fight intimately Um, and the way that he articulated it really, really stuck with me, really resonated with me. And it also assisted in providing a lot of guidance in my life, such as uh, the time, uh, first time I, the only time I dropped out of college, I went to college and I was uh, pre-med, I was a biological science uh, major and I was 21 credits away from graduating. Um, but I didn't have any passion for that. I know I didn't want to do that. He helped me to make a decision to leave school when I was 21 credits away from uh, graduating with my biological science degree. Now I could have got uh, finished the 21 credits. It was what, maybe one semester if I pushed it. But I got tired of being uh, inauthentic towards myself. I knew that I didn't want to be a doctor and I know I needed to get my mind together. So I stopped wasting my time because when I left high school, I knew that I needed to go to college. I just didn't know what I wanted to be. And so I did what most people do when they confuse it in college. Uh, got a lot of advice from liquor bottles and partying. Um, and I had uh, a lot of people that surrounded me around that time, too. Some are good friends. Some were great friends. Some gave great advice and others not so much. So uh, but when it came down to making that crucial decision, one of his songs that I love the most. Well, one of his I love so many of his songs, but the main song that I thought about uh, during that time when I had to make that decision, he had this song and the chorus went the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. How are you going to see him when you're living in the fog, you know? And I realized that as long as I had money in my pocket and as long as I had, uh, I was known. And as long as I had these house parties I was throwing at the time, I was pretty much a black man wilder during that time, um, that my friend list was pretty extensive. But for some reason, all of a sudden, one day it hit me and I looked around and I couldn't tell the difference between the snake, the rat, the cat and the dog. All I knew was I had a hundred people surrounding me, you know, and I knew it was time for a change. And so that's when I dropped out of college and I went home and got my head together for a few years, achieved an associate degree uh, in process technology, came back 
on fire to college and I got my bachelor's degree in sociology with a concentration in criminology. And then later on, uh, I was led to go to the School of Social Work, LSU School of Social Work, and achieve my master's degree in social work and begin working as a therapist. And a lot of his words, the insights he gave me, I know at specific times, it really helped me to make the right choice that probably saved my life a few times. You know, it was it was his words and also uh, my father, my father uh, being able to see the future for some reason, because he would always call me right when I was about to get up into something and then put that guilt trip on me. You know, what I mean, make my make me uh, turn myself, uh, turn my turn, make make a different decision. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Uh, just turn my tracks right around. You know, he just had that uh, that sixth sense for whatever, the seven sense for whatever reason to know when I'm about to get into something. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to pay my respects to DMX. You know, Earl Simmons, look, man, your fight is over. You know, the struggle is over. And uh, we don't die, we transition. So mad love and respect, Earl Simmons, DMX. Mad love to the Rough Riders family. My respects to the Rough Riders family. My respects to DMX family. And my respects to anybody who was ever moved or impacted by his words, you know. But what what are we doing this for, you know? What is it? What are we doing this for? You know, uh, again, I think it was John John Lennon who said uh, my I think it was his, his first grade teacher, his first grade or second grade. I'm going to say first grade. My first grade teacher told me to write down what I wanted to be when I grow up. Um, and he said, I wrote down happy. And the teacher said, you didn't understand the assignment. And he told her, well, you don't understand life, you know. What are we doing this for? What are we seeking to experience? You know, are we not all seeking higher emotions, uh, higher experiences, happiness, love, joy, excitement? You know, and at the same time, we surrender to the lower experiences, too, because we know the sweet ain't sweet without the bitter. So I'm grateful for my pain as well, because my dark days make my bright days shine that much brighter. You know, when I walk outside, it's always sun and uh, shine. The sun is always shining like Sunday morning, you know, and that's because I know how it is whenever it's complete and total darkness. I know what it is to come from that, you know, ergo, uh, part of that acronym, uh, nocturnal, nocturnal therapist. And again, I'm not providing no therapy on here. I'm only providing <laughs> bad advice. I ain't bad giving nobody no, no therapy on here. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to operate from that from that core, man, because that's the only way to get fulfillment and understand this, too. If you're doing if you're doing things based off of other people's expectations of what other people want to do, or what other people want you to do, even if you do that, you'll notice that they will still be unhappy with you. Right. Mm. There's no, no matter no matter what you do, people will still be unhappy with you. All right. And so if I'm going to do it, anything, if I'm going to do anything and people still going to be unhappy with me, I might as well do it my way. Thanks. You know, so make sure that you live in life authentically. Don't try to please other people because ain't no pleasing other people. It is not your responsibility to make anybody else happy besides yourself. Besides yourself, happiness is a, is a, is, is an uh, is not a destination to be reached. It's the way we travel. Happiness is an action word. What is body work liberation? Help me out here. So body work liberation is liberating the body of negative emotion um, through body work, through touch. And it also has another name, somatic therapy. Um, is another is another terminology, which is um, just an alternative therapy through touch to um, relieve someone from PTSD, anxiety, depression. So body liberation is freeing, freeing yourself of emotions of 
of negative emotions, of stress, of trauma. Um, yeah, I mean, it could mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. Whatever you're harboring inside, and you're liberated, mm-hmm. getting liberated from that. How have you personally seen unforgiveness manifest in your body, in in the body, not your body specifically, but right. anybody? <laughs> um, so usually those type of clients will be really um, well. They everybody is different, right? So everybody's body manifests is differently. Um, but I see a lot of like high strung. They can't relax. Like a lot of anger. Um, so they're unable to be just completely relaxed and comfortable. You know, um, another form is also hard muscle tissue. A lot of times when you have um, different things going on emotionally or um, mentally, it may manifests in hard tissue. Wait a second. Well, hold up. I'm trying to get rid of my soft tissue and turn it hard. So what do you mean? So, <laughs> wait, hard tissue. I thought, what, what's wrong with having hard muscle tissue? I thought they're supposed to be hard. <laughs> Let me know what's going on. <laughs> so, Hard muscle tissue, um, it just means like your fascia. So, okay, let me explain what that is a little bit. So, you know how like if you're cleaning chicken and you're peeling back the skin, that white silvery lining is between the chicken and the meat. So that's fascia on us. Um, And when that gets hard, it pulls our muscles out of alignment, right? So our muscles shouldn't be hard. They should be pliable. We need our muscles. That's what helps us to move, right? Your bones don't move. Your muscles move your bones. So you need those muscles to be, um, you know, just nice and firm feeling. Now, it's different between, um, you know, like if you work out and you have hard muscles. It definitely is a different feeling. Uh, It's hard to explain if you don't know what it feels like. (laughs) But there's a difference. And so anyway, when you have that hard muscle, I mean, you can start experiencing lower back pain. That lower back pain can start pulling other areas. Then you, before you know it, your whole body is just jacked up. One of the things I want to say, too, is that because I, I find a lot of people don't even realize that they have trauma or have experienced it, right? Because when a lot of people think of like PTSD, they think of, oh, veterans or someone who's been in war or whatever. Um but almost, well, I'm not going to say that, but a lot of people experience PTSD just from, it could be something simple as someone, you know, as a child call you fat and now you have these body conscious issues, you know, when you're an adult, that's PTSD. So I want to put that out there because a lot of people might look and say, oh, well, this isn't for me because I don't experience trauma. I don't have PTSD, but PTSD has many faces. So I do want to put that out there. Mm. So, ooh, you mentioned something with even the uh, even the name calling. So, as simple as somebody calling you uh, a name can create trauma. So, yes. can you, can you provide the people? You know, trauma is my specialty, but can you provide the people uh, a theoretical explication of what trauma is? Just your conceptualization of what trauma is. What I think trauma is. Hmm. Trauma is any negative experience that you've had that manifests in your life to date. Um, and a lot of people 
you know, some people are unaware that they are even experiencing PTSD or trauma. Um, you know, a lot of people might think like, oh, it's a, it's an assault. It's, um, um, you know, abuse or something like that. But that is not true. It could be as simple as a spoken word. When it comes down to trauma, <laughs> help me, help me understand how, how can I recognize uh, how can I recognize it for myself and know to even come to you so I can get assistance with that? Like That's what, what I was going to ask. What would bring me? What would drop? I say, oh, you know what? I need to go see uh, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Silv to get this trapped energy out of my body. Like, I don't think anybody just wakes up and go, you know what? I got this trapped energy in my kneecap. You know what I mean? I don't want this. To, I don't want it to travel down and manifest in some good old gout. You know what I mean? So let me go and see uh, Shanquilla before before this manifests into that. So how do you know without some professional being there to tell you? How do you know that we need to go see you? Like, what, what's the indication? Uh, majority of the time it's going to be anxiety. Um, because anxiety also have different forms. You know, like, it's not just blown out full panic attack. Well as insomnia. I can't sleep. My mind won't shut off, you know? Um, mm. So you can experience things like that or... You know, you're always on like the you're always in that sympathetic. You know, your sympathetic system's always wired, being wired. Um, that's when you know, like, hey, you know, maybe I need some professional help. Um, a lot of times, like, if you haven't been diagnosed or you haven't experienced something that's like obviously traumatic, um, and when I say obviously traumatic, I mean like, you know, a physical assault or a sexual assault or something like that. Um, or just anything that you have compulsive thoughts about and you just can't seem to, re- you know, get relief from those things. Or if, you know, you've tried massage therapy, you tried different things and avenues and you're like, man, my shoulders and my neck just won't do it. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I can't get any relief. I'm having issues with my jaw. I'm always having headaches. Things like that can be um, definitely trauma. And it's crazy because... I have clients who, you know, I tell them all the time, like, you know, you're stressed. And they're like, no, I'm not stressed. But sometimes we don't know, you know, or we don't, we don't define it as stress. Mm-hmm. Um, we define it as, we define it as Tuesday. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I define it as Monday. But stress can, uh, <laughs> but stress can be as simple as tension in the neck and shoulders because you're always like tensing your body and holding your shoulders up. So, you know, you're walking mm. around like you don't realize it because you've been doing it for years. So, mm. you know, a uh. lot of people don't even know that they have it, but I would say those are some of the signs that, hey, look, maybe um, I'm dealing with something that I don't know. And then for some people, it's obvious. Like, I know I've gone through this experience. I know this experience bothers me. So, yeah, how do you release it? How do you, for So Lux Beauty Channel, and that's a great question. Thank you for that. How do you release it? So you can see a therapist like yourself. Um, that's one mm-hmm. way. What I mm-hmm. I'm gonna send it to you. The different ways that I release uh, stress and trauma is 
through your acupressure because in our nerve, our ears, there are hundreds of nerves connected all throughout the body. So ear acupressure is just little tiny beads that you can put on. For instance, like if you have anxiety, there are certain points, like maybe, um, you know, like the tranquilizer point, which would be like right here. Um, and different points that you just rub them throughout the day and it helps to bring a calming sensation over the body. Um, another way, because I'm all about the holistic, so, you know, all my my things are holistic. Um, another way is the body liberation. And what that looks like is um, it's a light pressure massage. And it's really more than massages. I don't want to, I don't want people to think like, oh, I'm going to get a massage too. It's not like that. It's mainly breathing and becoming conscious of your body and what you feel, like your emotions, your breathing. Um, because a lot of times we are so busy all the time, really. We're so busy, we don't pay attention to our body. We don't really know our bodies that well, right? Until it's like a major pain. But we, we're not in tune with our bodies to know when there's a beginning phase of like something going on. So what somatic therapy does is it helps you get in tune with the body to feel pains or whatever's going on or emotions that you're not aware of walking around every day because you're too busy to pay attention to it. And so uh, trauma is a subjective experience, just like pain is a subjective experience. Yes. And read someone could, God forbid, jab you in your arm right now. And I say, God forbid with them, because this boy's crazy. Y'all don't even know it. I'm up and I hear crazy. But um, somebody punches Henri, or somebody punches me, um, I feel that pain. Henri doesn't feel that pain. If somebody punches Henri, Henri feels that pain. I don't feel that pain. So understand that our pain is subjective. And so when it comes down to trauma, trauma, what's really traumatic, tra- trauma means, or if someone's in a crisis state when they have an inability to cope with the current situation. That's what creates a crisis. And it's usually through these crisis situations, inability to cope, that ends up being a trauma that a person must grow through, not get over, not try to hurry up and distance yourself and say, over time, it all just go away because it doesn't go away. It will not go away. Listen, I'm not being a therapist on here. But again, as a therapist, I cannot divorce myself from my experiences now. Right. And so, again, I'm telling you that trauma, if you experience trauma in your life that you have not dealt with, it will stay with you until you transition on. I want to circle back again and just close in on this one right here. The body work liberation. And so basically body work liberation is liberating a lot of that negative trapped energy from the bo- from from the body. Yes. And and when that happens, there's a tip there's some form of release, crying or, you know, there's some type of reaction that occurs. What type of reports have you heard, let's say, a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month later after someone that you know that you've you've been there and you witnessed that uh, that release of that trapped uh, negative energy? Um, How long does it last? Like, should we come in like once a month? or once every week or you know like like you know give us a little bit more specifics on that if if you can um so if it's for the somatic therapy um let's go with that one i would say once a week um is usually typical or you know you can do every other week it just really depends on the person and where they're at emotionally how much they need it um i'm i'm not a 
I like to do everything um, personalized. So I'm not a like, oh, this is how I do everybody. I'm not that kind of therapist. So, you know, I'm going to have a discussion with you in our consultation. I'm going to see where you are. What It depends on where your goals are. Um, you know, are you doing a form of medication? Are you seeing a therapist to speak to? Because I'm not a counselor, so I don't do that. So don't, you know, I'll listen, but I don't give advice. <laughs> Um, you know, it just really depends on all of those things. But the number one thing I think people really see them out of their first experience when they go home that night, they rest better. They have more peace. Um, and, you know, I play worship music during my sessions when I do that. Um, and I pray over the client quietly. And so that's what I pray for. And, you know, they find that peace. Do you tell your time what to do or does your time tell you what to do? Are you living or are you merely existing? Are you constantly reacting or are you responding to life? Mixed beliefs create confusion and confusion creates a life of stagnation. Desire change? Visit www.becomeanoutlier.com slash about. That is www.becomeanoutlier, becomeanoutlier.com slash about, A-B-O-U-T, to start your journey. Stay tuned for more episodes and keep listening to the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner. content on the School of Outliers podcast, websites, social media, and webinars are not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. No statement on this website, affiliates, websites, webinars, and any other mode of communication or contact are intended to imply that any person should seek services or treatment or used in place of treatment recommended by an accredited healthcare provider. Any medical questions you have concerning topics addressed on this website or in webinars should be directed to a healthcare professional.